Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. <sighs> and that makes me Mike. Another pregnant pause from Mike. I know you love it. I know you love it. I didn't do it every single time. I just, you know, today was feeling right. Today was feeling like this is the one to do. This is the one to do. <laughs> I'm scratching myself here. I don't know why that, I need to share that with you. I, it was on my chest. My chest was itchy. Well, that's great. I, I didn't need to know that. But please don't describe any other places that you I'm scratch. just going to say I am quite uh, hair suit. Uh, I do have, you know, it's the chest hair and the hair, you know, everywhere on me. And, and uh, that means sometimes you get a little itch and you just, you got to, you got to scratch it, you know? Sure. sure. My balls itch. I got to scratch them. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even have an explanation for that. No, no. I'm not even offering one up. <laughs> so, uh, so how was how was your week this week? Oh, uh, dreadful. That was dreadful. Um, yeah, I'd actually rather not talk about my week. <laughs> okay, well, it was, uh, it, was, that... it was that kind of shitty because it was cold. And you know, work just this was a gross and, weather week. This yeah. this was a gross weather week. We're like, we got we got really into that groove where we were in the like the the seventies and like the sixties, mm. like in that perfect temperature range where you're like, I can go outside without a jacket on and I'm not sweating and I'm not cold. This is perfect. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, have some forties and smacked you right in the face with it. Like, and it was only supposed to be one day. They're like, oh, we'll be in the fifties one day. Yeah, me. Meanwhile, we were in the 40s for two straight days with with winds and everything else. Today, today we, we broke out of that funk, which was awesome. Yeah, but, but uh, it, Mike, it was, two it was days, it seemed like a month. It, well, because, I mean, the one night it got below freezing, for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah, it did. I, I can vouch yeah. for that because I had already essentially turned my heat off for the season. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we and like we do we do have a noose and a noose. We have a nurse that works overnight, and we have like uh, baseboard heaters and another heater that's in that room. And the upstairs is always warm, regardless of whether we have the heat on. The upstairs is always warm, so we don't have to run the heat at night and during the day. It's been nice, so I, it was uh, it was tough. It was tough that one day. Yeah, uh, we we were we were living like pioneers. I was making hot pockets and sticking them into a container in the bottom of my bed to warm my feet. Because <laughs> you know there's two things that are hotter than everything else in the universe, baked potatoes and hot pockets. Yeah, but hot pockets hot pockets don't retain maybe they do retain the heat just about as long as a hot potato as a hot potato. Well, I'm not sure. You know, I stuck it in a little there's like a metal container. It's like one of them bed warmers from back in the day. The number one reason yeah. for house fires in colonial times. Let's put right. some hot coals in a metal thing with some holes in the top of it, then cover it over with wool. That makes sense. Yeah. Perfect perfect uh, plan. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Linen and wool. Right on, um, man. It's a, and and coals. Don't forget the coals. That's the most important part. Uh, I had a couple of years where I lived in the cold because I couldn't afford to pay my my heating, like my gas bill. Mm-hmm. And uh, during the winter, sometimes the, the entire went through like an entire winter once where uh, we just used um, plug-in heaters. It sucked. It was miserable because yeah. I couldn't cook either. I was cooking it's on one a, of those. A, Go ahead. Sorry. I was I was cooking on like an electric griddle. 
Um, you know, mm-hmm. which if you've ever tried to boil water for spaghetti on an electric griddle, it takes about six fucking years because it's not I've designed to conduct on a grill. But I've never, I've never uh, tried to heat water up on a griddle. No, that's it, it that's takes a, a tremendously long amount of time because it's not designed to convect the heat between those two layers. It doesn't work like that. It's not like a burner. It's like one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is, but it's not the same as being on a burner. So it's not flame. really designed. Yeah. yeah, or an open flame. So it wasn't designed for that. So it took like 15 minutes to get water boiling. If did we you uh, Did you ever try heating your house with it? Were you like, it's so cold, I'm going to turn the griddle on? No, and never like, did that. And like hold my hands and like, you know, rub my hands together. No, like so we, many hobos on a street corner. We would light up candles, though. We'd light up, like, a room full of candles. It was kind of romantic, except for the fact it was too cold to do anything. <laughs> you were like, I'd love to perform, but I can't because I don't have a penis currently. Yeah, it's inside My penis, of me. it has disappeared. You look down it, there, and there's a little fold of skin and some hair. That's it. That's all there is yep. now. Sorry. Yep. I'm co- I've been demasculated by winter. <laughs> I've been demasculated by winter. It's funny that you you brought up the uh, not but using electric heat and everything. And I was gonna say it's like the dampness gets into everything then, and you never mm-hmm. truly get warm when it's like that. But uh, the time that I cooked the pierogies on the grill was when I lived behind you, and you guys yep. I think ate with us the night that I did that, which is so strange to me that I made pierogies on a grill because our stove stopped working, and it was raining. <laughs> And yes, and I had an umbrella and almost torched myself with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All we the had heat went up into the um, umbrella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, smart moves, smart people. We Brilliance. Were. Yeah. Brilliance yeah. on our part. I loved it. Well, I don't know. I've always been kind of dumb, but. <laughs> well, I mean, I like obviously, so a lot. little better. <laughs> I'm blissfully unaware of it, though, so it doesn't make any difference. (laughs) I'm still going to do stupid shit. I just try to, and I did even back at that point, try to keep my stupidity when it comes to heat and fire away from the house. That's all. You know, I'm going to set myself on fire out in the yard. At least I'm not in the house. You know, that's kind of what I aim for. Right. And And then if you were still here, you could just aim your body towards the pond. True. And uh, hopefully, hopefully that, that thick layer of scum on top would put me out because I'm not sure I'd break through it to the water. Yeah, I was going to say, either that or the whole fucking pond would catch on fire. Oh, my Just, God. <laughs> it's one big methane bubble. Yeah. <laughs> it blows uh, up and there's the crater left in the earth where there <laughs> used to be a trailer park. And this all started because I was cooking pierogies on a grill. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. O'Leary's cow, move over. I'm taking over the spot. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, you know Mrs. O'Leary's cow. That's the one that started the uh, Chicago fire, correct? Uh, I didn't know. No, I didn't know that. Never heard that story? I think that no. it's... I think it was Chicago. Yeah, supposedly a cow kicked over a lantern and started, like, one of the most deadly and largest fires in U.S. history uh, in, like, the late... I don't know if it was the 1800s or the 1900s. You know, I really ought to be reading up on this before I start talking about it. But uh, I just know that, you know, I always think of Dennis Leary when I think of Mrs. O'Leary. I I don't know. So that cow was probably incredibly ugly ugly and very angry about everything. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Just like Dennis Leary. 
and and ripping off Bill Hicks jokes like Dennis Leary as well. Well, you know, you know. Now now he's a serious actor. Sure, but he got his he got he got his fucking comeuppance or not his comeuppance his he got his fame from from stealing other comedians' jokes. So he's forever kind of a shit bag in my eyes. Uh, kind of like what's his name too that did that. I can't remember the Carlos comedian. Mencia. Carlos Mencia. Yeah. I didn't mean to bring up a Joe Rogan reference because that definitely is a Joe Rogan reference. But Carlos Mencia is another one that does that shit too. Yeah, yeah. Carlos uh, Mencia is unfunny to begin with, and he was even less funny using other people's jokes. I don't Amy, know how he just how he managed to do that. Amy Schumer is reputedly well known for uh, reputed to to steal jokes as well. Um, and but the thing, the problem is, is that um, she's also very, very strongly disliked by anti-feminists. So yeah. I almost kind of have to like go like, well, I'm just gonna not talk about her too much, because I on just one know hand, that she's I on like, like anyone... tampon commercials. And that's all that I remember about her most of the time. Uh, she, like like others that I have disdain for, she she's built her career on stealing other people's fucking material, which is bullshit. Like I borrow material, but I almost always say, Hey, I got it from this unless it's really obvious. Like oh, it's yeah. a really obvious reference that I don't need to. You know, I, I don't, don't need, use I don't material. Need to quote a Monty, yeah. I don't need to quote a Monty Python reference and then say, Hey, that was Monty Python. Cause pretty much everyone knows it. But the yeah. point is that this guy was stealing jokes that other guys would do. And then he would, he would come on like, Oh, he would like come on. I'm talking about Mencia now. Uh, I don't know about Schumer, but um, Mencia would like come on before, like as an opening act, mm-hmm. and basically do their act. You know, do yeah. other people's act. <laughs> the and worst then, possible scenario, literally. Right. And then the next comedian would come out with like nothing to do. They'd be like, "What the hell am I supposed to do now? I'm going to look like an asshole if I call him out." And I, don't I have think any I'd other still material. do it. I think I'd still do it. I think, given that situation, I'd be like, "That fucker right there stole my material." Here's my fucking notes. You think yeah. I sat here and wrote these notes while he was doing it? I did not. This is my material. Here's me doing it three years ago, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Just blow him out of the fucking water. Yeah. Blow him right out of it. What a piece of shit. Get the fuck yeah. out of here, you joke stealing yeah. fuck. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, I was gonna say for me. Uh, the only time that I will bring up somebody else's material, even when we're on here doing the podcast, is if it's something that made me laugh my ass off mm-hmm. or what have you. And I'll be like, bro, I was watching, you know, like lately, uh, the guy that I was talking about, Pete, uh, Pete Holmes. Is that his name? Pete. Is that the guy that I was talking about? I think it was Pete Holmes, who uh, he did a comedy show uh, on, on, I don't remember if it was on, I think it was on TBS a while back. And, uh, Dude's fucking hilarious. Is he kind of like I was, rough around the edges, sunken in eyes, got te- t- neck tattoos? No, no. Mm-mm. No, okay. I'm thinking you're thinking like of a, a different It guy. looks like a clear-cut kind of uh like blonde-haired all-American looking dude. But okay. he's 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 funny as hell. He's I mean, he's really funny. And I was watching some of his stuff recently and he he was just killing me. It's sad to me that he's not he doesn't have like a show. I guess like he tried doing his own show and for some reason even when comedians are hilarious, the shows don't last. Like mm-hmm. Chappelle's show, Dave Chappelle walked away from it. Kim Peel, Kim Peel walked away at the highest point. And for right. him, I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. It didn't seem like he was on for that. 
that long, but his shit was fucking hilarious, especially the outtakes. Pete Holmes, if you hear this, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I was thinking you. of uh, Pete uh, Davidson. Pete Davidson, yes. That guy's Pete funny Davidson as shit. is also funny as hell, yes. Yeah, he's very funny, and I love, I love how kind of open he is about the tragedy of his life. I was going to you know say, a, I mean? lot, a lot of his funny stuff has to do with real-life experience. This is stuff right. that he went through. And even though, on the face of it, it might not be funny, his attitude and his ability to deal with it through the comedy is what makes it fucking hilarious. He's charming. He's fucking yeah. fun to watch and listen to. He's yeah, just absolutely. a fucking... He's a riot, and he owns the room whenever he's in it. And, and I just... I really... I don't even know what he's in. Like, I, I think he was on SNL for a while, but I, I don't really know. I think he is really still know. on SNL. Is he still on SNL? I think okay. he might still be. It's so hard to tell because, you know, Saturday Night Live, uh, even even with these guys on it, stopped being amusing to me so long ago. I have they, not watched it in, in a decade or more. Like, they were good in the 60s and 70s, I'm told. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I don't know that. And they had, like, a real good run, like, in the late 80s into the mid-90s. And mm -hmm. then I remember just being shit after so, that. Like, I didn't even want to watch it. You never, like, checked out any of those old VHS tapes of, like, the the classic era of Sassanel or saw it on, yeah, like, yeah, Comedy yeah, yeah, Central? Yeah, 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 yeah. I absolutely, yeah, I have. I'm saying, though, I wasn't there for it in the time uh, and in the place. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, gotcha. objectively funny to me now may not have played so well back in the city. You know what I mean? That That's all right. I'm saying. That's all I'm right. saying. Like, I, I'm told people, you know, that are well, like, man, back in the day, they were awesome. And I'm like, yeah. And then, like, the 90s was a time when the shit was really funny to us. But even then, it was starting to, you know, wane off. Like, probably one of the funniest things that we can remember from our time was was Caveman Lawyer. Uh -huh. and, uh, and, and Adam Sandler doing just his Opera level man. best to do the dumbest shit and make you laugh your head off. Crazy teabag in the mouth guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and stuff like that that's, you know in his comedy albums to this day we still quote mm -hmm. I'll fuck you and all your lesbian fishing friends in front of your fucking mothers you know uh, that kind of stuff and, and toll, yeah. Yeah, toll booth Willie that's exactly what that was yeah. that, I, I have to say that that is an album that's very much of it's time it, mm -hmm. it would be it's problematic as fuck isn't it oh it would be like at this yeah it would it would never yeah. If he brought it's, that up today, he would be he would be, be castrated. He, yeah, I was gonna say he would be so deep in everybody's hate yeah. that it would be unbelievable. Because even those of us that listened to it back in the day and laughed at it, be like, mm, I don't. Oh, that's that's a little rough. I don't know yeah. if I can laugh at that yeah. <laughs> anymore uh, because of the things that I know now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny how stuff ages. Well, I mean, I I think about this with like Bill Hicks a lot. Like Bill Hicks. I thought I at the time I was listening to him, I thought this guy was so revolutionary and so ahead of his time. Now that I listen to him, though, I realize how he had kind of a homophobic streak about him. Yeah. And while that was more common then and it was it wasn't necessarily homophobic so much as just making light of gay people, there was some homophobia there. And it doesn't fly at all today. You know, I listen to it now and I cringe and go, Oh, Bill. I think come that's on. why it's so hard for 
for comedy to be funny nowadays is because mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not I don't want to come off like hey I'm one of those people that's like oh everybody gets offended by by something but every great comedian from the golden era of, that we would know from you know the 70s up uh-huh. uh, all, all, all had you know some things that were out of bounds right and that's what made them fucking hilarious Right. You know, Richard Pryor was a fucking, like, hardcore drug addict. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of his stuff centered around that shit, talking about catching himself on fire while freebasing and everything, you know? That's terrible. But it was funny. Yeah. You know, and that kind of stuff nowadays, yeah, it, it it doesn't work like that. I find nowadays, when I find a comedian that's clean... A lot of times, like, doesn't, you know, tell a lot of dirty stuff and shit. Like I, will sit and, I will sit and laugh harder at that stuff than I do at other stuff that's more edgy nowadays. Yeah. I like, I don't, like I don't Brian know. Regan. Brian Regan is a good example of a comic like that where, where they're very clean. I mean, I still have a great abiding love for, for uh, uh, Stanhope. Because Stanhope's mm-hmm. one of those people who won't be canceled because he was never on in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, that is an he, excellent way to I describe mean. him. I know exactly yeah. what you mean when you say that. Yeah, he can't be canceled because the guy has thrown himself down before everybody. One of oh, yeah. my favorite bits of his is the one about the big black cock. He wants a picture of someone standing over him with a big black cock just right up on his mouth. <laughs> And then the next time he uses the N word or says something about gay people, he and then someone says, "Well, what are you to say?" He can show that picture. Say, "Yeah, uh, <laughs> now what? <laughs> now what? <laughs> I sucked a black guy's dick." <laughs> I think I've covered all the bases here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I think I'm allowed to make a comment on this. <laughs> There is there's another guy and I don't mean to you know I'm not I'm not throwing out uh, names here or anything like that but there's a guy that's pretty popular and especially when it comes to his hecklers which he's kind of made a shtick out of now uh, Steve Hostetter I think it's Hostetter or Hostetler uh, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly redheaded guy he sounds familiar but I don't know I probably yeah. have listened to some of his stuff dude he, he's big he's got a big following on YouTube especially with the uh, pandemic and everything he wasn't able to do live shows but he has clips of him doing shows and I'll tell you what this is a guy you are not gonna fuck with if you're sitting in his audience because he will plow you over mm-hmm. verbally with stuff have... it is amazing I'm in watch. awe of people who are able to do that because I get flustered pretty easily. And I just – that's one of the things that's always kept me from being a stand-up or trying stand-up is not mm-hmm. so much that I'm afraid of bombing. I'm afraid of being heckled and, and just coming off really weak as a result. You know what I mean? Like I just – I don't know how to handle a heckler. I um, know I'm that not for that me – quick on my feet. That for me, my problem would probably be that I would say something that was so bad – that I would get somebody coming up on the stage and just fucking my shit up in front of everybody. I'd be like, I can't believe I just said that. I'm so sorry as I'm running away, you know? Like, yeah. That's how I would respond to it, so... Yeah. This guy, though, I mean, just witty, like, just fucking witty, and he throws the shit back at him, and he's not particularly vulgar or anything. He will swear periodically and stuff, but, man, he has 
people that just uh, there's a thing where there's these cops that are sitting in the front row and he's telling a joke and he said something about shitty cops and he's like if you're not a shitty cop you got nothing to worry about and the guy gets pissed and leaves mm-hmm. like the one guy gets up and he finds out later that the guy was a cop he didn't know that to begin with and the, the, the guy goes in the back steals somebody's drink picks a fight and everything else and he's like well uh, I guess I called that one you know it's kind of like that <laughs> it was a, it was amazing it was amazing straight on with it it was good it was good one of my favorite heckles that I've ever or heckle smashes that I've ever heard was uh, some some girl uh, in Bill Hicks's audience said something and he said he and he he said yeah, be my little, be my little echo. She said, "You suck." He goes, oh, "I suck." My mother, ladies and gentlemen, everyone laughs. <laughs> and and then and then they get into this argument, or he gets into this fucking tirade. He goes off like, "Get her the fuck out of here!" I can't. Oh, look at me! I can get drunk and yell at the comedian because I'm a drunk fucking cunt. Fuck <laughs> you! And then and then at the end, someone says, "Use a condom." Yeah, did you hear my buddy here? He said, "Use a condom." How about you put on a fucking beekeeper outfit? <laughs> <laughs> He just completely lost his shit. Um, and he wasn't proud of that moment, but I think it's like the height of his, because it was like him with all the filters off yeah. saying what he really wanted to say. And it was like, <laughs> wow, I've never seen a comedian just go off. Like he was just having a bad night and he just let it loose. Yeah. Um, so I mean, sometimes that happens. Yeah. It well, happens I to mean, the best of us. And the worst of us. I mean, yeah. then you get people like Michael Richards who are like, well, I guess it's okay for me to drop the N-bomb right here on, yeah, well. you know, on 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 stage and, and, and then try to pitifully backpedal and say you didn't say it like that or you didn't mean it like that or it was just a joke. Like, you know what? When you get cornered, Pretty that's sure that when was you the s- end of him because I haven't heard a damn thing about him in ages. No, well, he yeah, he's he's toast. I mean, he's probably living off residuals from Seinfeld and shit like that. But you know, and like UHF, does <laughs> <laughs> anybody fucking remembers UHF? That's, <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> oh god, yeah. my chair just popped like the thing popped on the side, and I flew backwards. Oh, I hate when that the happens. Shit out of me. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Just in case you heard a boom, it's like. <laughs> noise like that. That was me. Yeah. That was me. And a little a little fart comes out. <laughs> so earlier tonight I was on um, Facebook and I was I I always get uh, a little bit of a jazz kind of feeling when Mark Zuckerberg posts something because it's like He's trying so hard for people to to think that he's a human being. You know, he really he really wants people to believe that he's a human being and not a, a cold automaton, you know? Um, so here's one of his attempts to appeal to the human nature of himself. Do you ever get so excited about what you're working on that you forget to eat meals? <laughs> Hold on, I want you to read it like this. Do you ever get so excited yeah. about what you're working okay. on that you forget to eat meals? <laughs> Do you, hold on. I'll do, all right. So hold on. Do you ever get so excited about what you're working on that you forget to eat meals? 
<laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I wanted to respond with, um, sorry, my subroutines are more sophisticated than yours. I'm able to handle eating and also working or something, <laughs> something to that effect. But then I thought, uh, do I really want to get sucked? You know, like get on his little Terminator list, you know, like when Skynet <laughs> decides to turn on us and, 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 and Zuck, you know, his arms like peel away to reveal machine guns. I don't want to be on that kill list. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, just saying this now, you probably already are. Probably. Has there ever been a more robotic human being that you can think of in the history of of the world? Uh, There are probably others. Uh, I would say... uh, uh, What was that one... uh, The one news anchor who had the the shellacked black hair Sam Donaldson Sam Donaldson that guy was very robotic okay he was pretty robotic but I feel like they were Zuckerberg is Zuckerberg is on a whole nother plane from him though yeah Yeah, he he is like like uh, Sam Donaldson was like the old version that had cable still connected to him at Mm -hmm. times and Mm -hmm. Zuckerberg is the wireless is the wireless yeah. version. <laughs> he Zuckerberg, just has to go and plug in in the closet at the end of the night and, you know, charge for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, you just back him in there. <laughs> he gets on a dolly. He's on a dolly. You kind of shovel him in there. That's what his wife does. That's why he's married. That's the real reason he's married. I saw a video of him where he ate a piece of toast directly out of the toaster as soon as it popped up. <laughs> the fuck can do that that's insane i know i do not have pain receptors human <laughs> fellow human do you this have does pain not receptors yeah. <laughs> do you have pain receptors i opted to have mine removed <laughs> tactile function and hands unchanged <laughs> this and you he's know, so He's so fucking awkward and alien, too. Like, there's this one video of him, and he's at, like, some kind of pool party at his estate with a bunch of, like, his coworkers or whatever. And and he, he all he's talking about is Sweet Baby Ray's. If you look up Mark Zuckerberg's Sweet Baby Ray's, just look it up. I do I do love Sweet Baby Ray's. I will say oh, that. I agree delicious. with him on that. It's yeah. delicious, but he talks about it nonstop. He mentions it about 14 times in, in, the, in like a 20 minute, 30 minute live stream. Um, <laughs> he got into it. He got caught in a loop. Yeah, he got caught in a loop. Sweet Baby Ray's 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 <laughs> <laughs> he turned into Max Odom for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet, 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 baby, sweet. baby raise. <laughs> baby raise. I've got baby raise. <laughs> I shoot out rays. Better babies. No, 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 no. That's not what I was talking about. <laughs> I like giving rabies to babies. Oh, these babies with rabies. It's crazy, but they tasty. That's what but he was saying, not me. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so I don't know. Like, I just feel like Zuckerberg, like, did you saw that Senate testimony where he was oh, up yeah. on the Senate for the Senate? And, and like, like, there's one point where, like, he smiles and it's so robotic and calculated. And, and, and someone took a Windows, like, they took a picture of it and next to it. They put one of those Windows sliders and it said smile 0%, smile 100%. 
and they <laughs> synced it to when he smiles and when he shuts back down again. And the smile, and if you look at it, it never makes it to his eyes. No smile hmm. of his ever does. No, he's like a sociopath or something. The I'm servos kidding. must not have been functioning in his cheeks. He is just, he's so disconnected. Well, if he, assuming he's human, of course, you know, which, which I'm not prepared to die on that hill by defending him for being human, you know, but. When I, uh, when I saw him sitting at that table, I imagined them wheeling in with a hand truck. You know how people show up to meetings on Zoom and stuff without their pants mm-hmm. on and stuff? Uh-huh. I imagined them rolling in just a torso from the waist <laughs> up. Yeah. And setting it at a table. And there's like there was like skirting around the table so you couldn't see the bottom of it. Yeah, but there's like <laughs> wires and tubes and shit coming yeah. out the oh, bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all hydraulics and it's like fl- it's like it's like little tentacles kind of like flailing every now and then Ooh. as steam goes through one of them. <laughs> they had to edit they had to edit that stuff out and go to the uh, members of Congress when they were talking because then they'd be like, okay, really you know, do, do something like that. Steam. It was it was a steampunk Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellows. How are you? <laughs> he, was, he was even wearing a top hat and like Lennon glasses before they put him on camera. Like, yeah, no, we got we got we got to back this down a little bit. People are gonna know. Yeah, I don't know if the Snidely Whiplash mustache is a good idea, Mark. It doesn't look good on you. <laughs> Well, nothing. <laughs> nothing really looks good on you. You kind of look like a lizard man, but uh, you know, all so things is, considered, is his wife also a cyborg that is there to be his primary caretaker, or 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 a robot, or is she a humanoid that takes care of uh, of him? I'm curious now, because I'm convinced know. he's not a person. I, I'm not convinced he's a person either. She kind of maybe she maintains his, his him like maybe she's his inventor. Hmm. Like all the times that they're seen together, like hugging or holding hands or whatever, is really like her kind of running diagnostics on him and like making sure that he's not gonna pop in the middle of a uh uh, whatchamacallit, uh, a press conference or something <laughs> like that, or like a TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, this they is... have a ch- they have a child that, that, I don't know. I They have a child? They have a child, yes. They have a hmm. daughter. Did the child just suddenly come out being like four years old? No, no. Hmm. The child's name is one zero zero one zero one one zero. Little binary joke for you there. So what's his what's his daughter's name? His daughter's name is Max. Oh my God, Max Zuckerberg. Max Zuckerberg. Yep. You got like the worst end of the alphabet on that name, kid. And his wife's name is Dr. Priscilla Chan, so she must hmm. be one of. The, she must have chosen to maintain her. You know her main. Does name. she specialize in like robotics and? Um, That's a good question. I was trying to think of what the thing in nano nanotechnologies. It could. She could be an AI expert. Let's see. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's not what I wanted. She worked as a teenager helping to do the upkeep on the uh, Country Bear Fair at uh, Disney World. Priscilla. That, did, that didn't even make any Chan. sense. <laughs> she's a pediatrician. Oh, okay. She's a, pe- she's a pediatrician, or was a pediatrician. Mm-hmm. Now she's um, a nano, nano-pediatrician. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Are you going down a rabbit hole here that we shouldn't I be going down? I am falling down mm-hmm. a rabbit hole because apparently they 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 pledged in 2015 to establish the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, uh, with a pledge to transfer 99 percent of their 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 personal Facebook shares, then valued at 45 billion, uh, to um some sort of uh to whatever the Zuckerberg Initiative is, an organization. <laughs> some s- some sort of um <laughs> the Zuckerberg initiative. I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like deep deeply reading in the, into we're, this anymore. We're about to become a part of that because we're talking about them. Well, exactly. If I dig deep enough, it's going to come into artificial intelligence eventually and like the Illuminati and shit and then I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just not dig down into that hole. The, the, I the, am, the reality uh, is just that He's a very sophisticated robot, but I still am not fooled. He can maybe I am pass a Turing test. Yeah, I, 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 he may be able to pass a Turing test, but he can't pass the Tom test. I know what I'm looking at. I know what I'm looking at, and it ain't human. It ain't human. It ain't, you ain't fu- human. It ain't fucking human. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to have some fun with some idiosyncratic phrases? Do you know what idiosyncratic phrases are? Uh, Try me. I'm not 100% sure what you're talking about. I really have to look it up because I don't want to fuck up the definition. (laughs) Well, idiosyncratic (laughs) means... Idiosyncratic means sort of... uh, Shit, I'm going to fuck up the translation. It says relating to idiosyncrasy. (laughs) Oh, of course. Of course. Now, peculiar peculiar individual. So we would say that idiosyncratic, I believe, uh, means that it's like you could say regional. Like a regional thing is an idiosyncratic dialect to somewhere or what have you. Right? Sure. Your, or, yeah. you know, or your ethnic makeup or anything like that might have idiosyncrasies to it. Sure. Something so that is I unique wanted... to, to that group of people, maybe even familial. Yeah, yeah, familial I mean, is even probably be familial. one of the biggest. Because I come from a family that started out in Philadelphia and moved to where we're at now, uh, I carry a lot of... Like, if I, I've listened to myself talking for an extended period of time, and I can definitely hear, especially if I've been around my family from Philadelphia, I can hear a lot of that come out in my voice. Much like when I'm going and doing a lot of uh, stuff where I'm hanging out with you know farmers, like at the feed mill, places like that for things for my farm, I catch myself having this Dutchy accent towards everything, a Pennsylvania Dutch accent. There's a lot of <laughs> I have a lot of things that I would say are idiosyncratic to the way that I speak, and a lot of times uh, people 
bust my chops about about these things. And I know I've talked about things in here before, like the fact that I say water. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't say, I cannot say it any other way. I try to say water, and it it it's so awkward that my lips curl like I'm pushing a poop out of my mouth. That's what it feels <laughs> like when I try to say it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm physically shitting out of my mouth when I say water. It just doesn't it doesn't work. I say water. And I had to laugh because my daughter one time at the dinner table said something. I can't remember what the hell the word was. And I said, there's no H or something like that. And she goes, well, there ain't no fucking D in water either. <laughs> and almost <laughs> almost made me pee myself. I laughed so hard. It was <laughs> amazing. Her timing, impeccable. I knew a kid in high school who said caliputter instead of caterpillar. We were, all, we were all laughing at him, and he got really mad because we were like making fun of him. Like, kind of had <laughs> well, a short. Well, you were. <laughs> well, we were. Kind of had a short fuse about certain things. Like you could, you could pick on him about almost anything, but if it was something that made him feel like stupid, he would like he would freak out over losing a game of chess. <laughs> but you could punch him in the face. He'd be like, "Oh, that was just an accident. Like you're all right. Yeah, it's just weird." <laughs> Sort of guy, but you yeah. got a tiny dick. Yeah, I can agree with that. You say caterpillar funny. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Sound weird like that, but but yeah, caliputter, and you know, those are some weird little like I don't know why that happens. Like wash water, mountain instead of mountain, it's like mountain. I enjoy you know? older people that say hospital. Hospital is I don't know anybody that's that's younger that says hospital uh, like like it sounds like you're talking about a horse taking a leak. It's hospital because mm -hmm. piddle whenever I was growing up, piddle always meant pee. Right. I, I don't I, I I don't know if that's an everywhere thing or if that's only a thing around our area here where somebody says piddle and you go, you're talking about pee. Got it. So you say hospital and it makes it sound like you're talking about either a horse or uh, what's his name from Bonanza, Dan Blocker <laughs> taking a leak. I don't know. Hospital it would also be, I imagine, akin to a horse taking a leak because he was a mountain of a man. Mountain of a man. <laughs> mountain. Mountain of a man. That's, uh, <laughs> I don't know why that shit struck me so funny. One of the ones that always got me that uh, that I would say uh, when I was talking about them is we're in that time of year where, where bugs are starting to come back and stuff. And there's these little fucking um, green-like bugs that can that can usually they're like small enough that you can see them still, but they can fit through like the holes in a screen. So yeah, you're basically uh, powerless yeah, yeah, yeah. to stop the little fuckers from getting in your house if you've got the windows open. And my parents and my grandparents always called them wheat slices. So and I said I said that to somebody one time, and they were like, the fuck slices? did you just call that? What the fuck is a wheat slice? And I'm like, it's one of them little green bugs. I wish I could remember the name that they had for them, because it was equally ridiculous. I was going to say, they sound like aphids or something. Yeah, Meat I don't know what the slices. hell they're actually called. Yeah, that'd be funny if you looked it up and it's and it's there, and you're like, "This is a wheat slice," and I'm like, "Oh my god, there it is!" Wheat slices insect. Oh, uh, please, please show up. How to get rid of rice bugs naturally? Weevils. Atta bugs. 
What are wheat bugs? Yeah, what are how wheat to kill bugs? Bugs if stored you in wheat. If you notice little brown bugs in your flour, cereal, grain, or rice, those are called weevils. Weevils look like little grains of rice, but they're brown on they and they move on their own. <laughs> <laughs> Maggots also look like rice and they move on their own. Coincidentally, <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> So, wheat slices was one of them. Another one, you get those little pieces of skin that you that come up around your cuticles, like they stick out, or they're around the sides of your nails always. Yeah, hangnails. You and I have talked about that. Yeah, people call them hangnails. My family always called them stepmothers. Stepmothers. And it always made me laugh because it made what is that like a reference to like fucking Cinderella or something like that? Like stepmothers are a motherfucker and they hurt when you yank them out. So you know it's something that hurts. So let's call them stepmothers. How about father-in-laws? That would have worked just as well. <laughs> you know you've got one, and I think I might have brought this up before. You've got one like a colloquialism that you use where you'll say, uh, "I took and." And and ran over there. Or I took and, and 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 told that guy. Like you, you'll start a sentence with "I took and," and you're the only person I know who does that. Although I've <laughs> I've heard other people do it online. Yeah. Um, and uh, my I whole guess, family does that. Yeah, and I don't. Now I've said this to you before, and you and you batted it down before I really had a chance to explain myself. Mm-hmm. But I always wondered if that colloquialism way back in time came from "take and eat." This is my blood given to, you, or my my body given to you. <laughs> I'll take and I'll take and eat. I'm gonna take and eat some chicken. You know what I mean? Like I, I it, absolutely say that. Well, exactly, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Like take and eat. Like I just wonder if that particular colloquialism came from religious originally, and just sort of a misapprehension of how the term used, or like a, a it drifted. And yeah, I mean it's it's possible. Just something I think I think about every time you say it. I always wonder, like, where's that come from? Like, I remember being in, in in elementary school, and we would play this game, twenty questions, where you had to ask, like, is it animal, vegetable, mineral, whatever? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And is it this? Is it that? And that was like yes, no questions. And one of the questions that kids kept asking when this game would come up was, "Can you eat off of it?" And I was like, I remember thinking, are you stupid? What? Who says that? And I was only like maybe seven, you know, years old. I I say that. (laughs) You say that? I I say eat off of something, yeah. Really? Yeah, I do, absolutely. Huh. I guess it's another one of those things. I'll be like, are we going to eat off the good dishes? Well, no. No, You know, stuff like that. No, no, like, can I eat off it like like it's food? Like a pineapple. Can I eat off it? Oh, well, see, when you say can I eat off it, I think more like can I, f- a- can I physically put my food on that thing? Yeah, and then like the consume my food yeah. off of it, yes. Yes, the floor or a That's plate or something. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, I, I, was, I misunderstood what you meant. Yeah, well, no, they were talking about like, I <laughs> can just I feed some- of it? Yes, can I eat of it? <laughs> Can that would I make consume, more sense. Can I, can I consume its succulent flesh? Mm, does it have meat that is consumable? Mm. <laughs> oh, I gotta send you this vine I found, or this TikTok that I found. It's this guy. 
and he's he's watching. It's one of those split screen things where on the left side someone's doing something, and the other side the, someone is commentating. Mm-hmm. So this guy's like watching this video of someone like taking this glorious looking honeycomb, like just dripping with honey. It looks delicious. He's like, ah, oh, yes, the honeycomb looks delicious. <laughs> Suck succulent. Oh, and right then the guy puts it in his mouth. The other guy, like the from the. And the bee is on the bottom of it, and he puts the bee in his mouth with it. <laughs> and the guy goes, the guy goes, his eyes roll back in the head. He goes, oh, why did he eat the bee? <laughs> it's the funniest. It is the funniest amazing. shit. Yeah, I need to send it to you because it's the funniest shit ever. Oh, I always I'll turn I'll turn to my wife all the time. We'll be in bed or whatever. Like like, like I'll just turn and be like, oh, why did he eat the bee? <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh my god, I don't I don't I don't want to guess to get off track with this. When you said about the last uh, thing that you said, I would say. Now my brain just take went blank. Eat. Yeah, take, take and eat. eat. Take and do something. My yeah. dad always says. You know, I had to turn around and do this, or I turned around and did this. And, like, he doesn't literally mean that he turned around and did something. Because when I was younger, I used to be like, did you stop and spin around once and then do the thing? And he's like, you know what I fucking mean. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be like, you know what I mean. But uh, I I, I hear him. He still still says, I say it now sometimes, too, because I can't help myself. It's it's, uh, it's like one of those things like an um or an ah or a like that just gets stuck in your vocabulary as a filler for like the opening of a sentence or whatever. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that's that's how I view it. It's it's just it's it's like spackle for your words. That's one of my favorite things to do is to watch sports interviews with athletes and count how many times they say, you know. Mm-hmm. And I always want to go, well, if we fucking knew, we wouldn't have to ask you to sit here and tell us, would we? <laughs> like, I don't know. That's why you're telling me this. You know, my... or um, or like. Oh, my God. When when you really tune into somebody saying the word like, it is oh God. fucking infuriating. It's maddening. Yeah. Well, I had my, my wife's uh, grandmother who passed about 10 years ago uh, now. But, uh... uh I remember I was going over there to visit and, and she would talk to me and I noticed that she had this thing where she'd say, why? So she'd be like, why? Well, I told him that he should come across the street because it'd be safer on this side of the street. Why? He didn't want to listen to me at all. And why he would, and it kept going like that. And I'm like sitting there listening, but my eyes are glazing and I'm like in my head, my OCD is going 11. <laughs> 12. Oh, yep. 13. Oh, a double one. 15, 16. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know. Yeah, and I, I know. I know exactly. And I could not for the life of you tell, life of me tell you what it was that she was talking about. Because I was so obsessed with that little, you know, idiosyncrasy in her speech patterns. You know. There was a fella that used to work. A <laughs> fella. I a sound fella. like an old lady now. There's a fella that I know. Uh, there's this guy that used to work with one of the vendors that, uh, I had contact with and his nickname was the hell because he would, 
the hell, the hell, because he would be saying something and be like, oh, you know, the hell, what am I going to do the hell with that? He, it was literally like a form of Tourette's almost. It uh. was, it was amazing to have a conversation. Well, then he was aware of that and the fact that people didn't like that he was saying hell. So he changed his name to the heck. And that's not a joke. That's a real. That's a real story. If he's listening, he's he's awesome guy. Fucking amazing dude. I got to hang out with him at a concert one time. Uh, you know, we weren't really like friendly with each other. You know, super friendly. We were like work cordial. And I ran into him at a concert one time and ended up hanging out with him and shit. It was it was awesome. He's a nice guy. Super nice guy. And if he hears me, I don't want him to think I'm making fun of him because I'm definitely not. But uh, he's a good dude. I had a uh, manager when I worked for the bakery uh, in, in Giant who was, uh, he had Tourette's. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people made fun of him, um, which always pissed me off. It's like, it's not his fault. Yeah, right. It's not something he wants to do, believe me. I mean, you know, to look incredibly yeah, given the awkward choice. in front of a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, given yeah, the choice, have never going to do stare. that. Yeah, have people stare and have parents cover their, their children's ears in case he says something awful. Well, he didn't say anything. He would bark. He would mm-hmm. kind of, he would do this sort of like a barking kind of thing and um that never changed my opinion i thought he was a really nice guy he was super friendly uh you know really uh awesome with about his kids like everything he did he did for his kids and he reminded me of like a young stephen king actually in a way um so the guy was basically awesome he was awesome yeah he was an awesome dude I don't know why we got off on that little tangent. I don't there. either because uh, I'm thinking of another one that I know you I know you've heard me say before another idiosyncrasy idiosyncratic thing and thing that other people say like if you're going to go somewhere and you ask somebody would you like to accompany me instead of saying it like that because that's very formal you say mm-hmm. you want to go with <laughs> yeah. and it just it those words combined together do not mean what we're saying. You know, would you would you like to accompany me? Yes, that makes sense. Do you care to travel with me? Sure. You want to go with? <laughs> I, I fucking I fucking say it. I say it all the time, but it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. It's it it's. Well, but I guarantee you, I say gr- that to anybody around here, and they'll know exactly what I'm saying. My like, nah, I don't want to go with. My grandparents, especially my grandfather, used to say, "Well, damn it, anyway." Mm-hmm. Well, damn it anyway. I can't believe you just said that, Tommy. <laughs> Do you like puppies? No. Well, damn it anyway. I thought you did. And I always was like, well, damn it anyway, what? What's the anyway about? I, I just don't understand. <laughs> what are we talking about here to begin with? Yeah. Damn it anyway. Hmm. Whose line is it anyway? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Drew Carey just pops up. You know, your grandfather pulls his face back and it's Drew Carey. And you're like, oh my god, I had no idea! That'd be horrifying. It'd be even worse if it was Colin Mockery. I think I think going back to like... Yeah. Um, I think going back to your wheat slices, I think we should invent our own idiosyncratic words or phrases that we could use and then see if we can fool other people with them. Okay. Like, um... Horse lanterns. Horse lanterns. All, all one word. That's a good one. 
I have one that somebody used years ago, but I've never heard it except for for one person, and this was in reference to a vagina, and he called it a mini butt. A mini butt. <laughs> mini butt. I don't understand what that was supposed to mean. You do not you do not defecate from a vagina. Hopefully no. your vagina does not smell like your butt. If it does, please see a doctor or consider wiping front to back. Front to back. That's the way you wipe your crack. Everybody remember that. It'll get stuck in your head now. It's an earworm. But uh, yeah, mini butt. I, I never that was one of the ones that always got me. It used to make me laugh like an idiot. Uh <laughs> You know, now, I have to be honest, it makes me a little uncomfortable, to be quite honest. <laughs> right. It, whatever the case is, it doesn't uh, present a good image. It either means no. you have a rectum followed by another rectum, or that it's uh, a, a smaller version of a butt, which I don't, you know, none of it, none of it's good. A, none of it's good. I'm, a pussy is nothing like a butt. Absolutely nothing. not. I mean, nothing. and if it is, you've got problems. The one thing they have in common is that you can put things into a hole. That's pretty much it. Well, sure. But and they both are inside nostrils, of underwear. Your ears, your your eye sockets, your mouth, all uh, those good things. Old, good old skull fucking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just saying, there's lots of holes to choose from, kids. Yay! Don't ever let anybody stick anything smaller than your elbow into your ear, which means penises also. If you know somebody that has a penis smaller to fit in your ear canal, I mean... Give me a call, let me know, because I'd like to see that. I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking maybe you put a little bit of cotton on the tip of it. What's the, what's the harm? See if it can clean your ears. I don't know. That's that's what I feel like you should, <laughs> should think about. Well, what if you get... <laughs> Okay, what dude come in your ear? Really? That that's that's what you're gonna end up with. Well, maybe. That shit's I mean, not gonna but you wash do out have easy. cotton. You got cotton in the way there, so it should absorb it, right? Uh, Instead of being cock-eyed, you'll be cock-eared. <laughs> what if it, what if it comes off in there, all soaked and cum? Uh, well, then I guess you're going to have to uh, hope you can fish it out with some tweezers, or you're going to be making a trip to the ER that is going to be. Hard, very to difficult to explain. Yeah, why does your ear smell like a weeping willow tree, sir? <laughs> I was hanging out by the lake. Uh, I got nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that jizz smells like weeping willows, and vice versa. And if you tell me you don't know what jizz smells like, you're a liar. You're a liar. I was playing Fallout Four today, and um, yep, game still playing it. Can't stop. You know, Dude. until something else that's as good as it comes out, I'll still keep playing it. I but, uh, I'm right there with you. But um, I I find the uh, that you know the, the atomic uh, was the Atomica uh, mall or whatever it is that that little settlement that's run entirely by robots. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they're all crazy, and they'll and like like one of them like boxes you and beats the shit out of you <laughs> and, and like another one just explodes the entire room um good stuff yeah and and i went up to the little top part where there's like a guy like a little mr gutsy up there who's called the director and he says something to you and i can't remember exactly what it was but one of the options to respond was confusion <laughs> and I, so I, I clicked that and he just goes, uh, um, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's After awesome. playing that game for however many 
hundreds of hours I've played that. I've never experienced that before. And that's what I love about that game is that you can play it and play it and play it and you'll still find random new shit. That was one of my favorite things about New Vegas because I happen to, we've talked about this before, I or maybe I haven't, I happen to think New Vegas is the best of those games, in my opinion. Yeah. It was the first one that I played... Uh, I happened to pick it up on a whim at Kmart of all places. It was like on a like a discount rack. I think I got it for like five bucks. Mm-hmm. And I took it home and I put it in and I was like, I'm not going to like this. This is going to be stupid. Turned out to be like literally one of my favorite games of all time, if not yeah. my favorite game of all time. I played through it so many times, it's not even funny. I play as the good guys. You go through and you play as a powder ganger and you kill everybody and steal everything. You know, there's so many different ways to do it that you never run into a... Uh, I, I've never had the same playthrough twice. And, I've, and I'm not even joking when I say I've played through the entire game probably six times. Have you played any of the DLC? Yes. Yes, I have. What's your, what's your favorite DLC from the... I'm trying to think of the DLC. It's been so long since I played it. I, the uh, one... There's dead. There's one called Dead Money. Yes. Uh, there's, one, there... There, there's one where you where you go to an amusement park, right? You're like on a pier. There's like an area that's like a, a, a another island that you go to, or there's like an island you go to, and there's like an amusement park, like an old abandoned amusement park there. No, that's I... Fallout 3. Is that's that Fallout 3 that has that? Yeah. Yep. Then maybe I haven't played the DLC. The DLC for, uh, the DLC for, for New Vegas. I must be mixing them up, and I'm embarrassed to say that. I just said it was my favorite game, and I don't know what the fuck I'm even talking about. Fallout New Vegas DLC. I need to remind myself of what. what yeah. Uh, I don't know what are. I'm talking about, so don't ask it was me. Dead Money, Honest Hearts, Old World Blues, and Lonesome Lit Road. I have I have to have played those. Well, if not, they're probably available on Steam for like a buck nineteen a piece. Because so I you have, might as well get them. I have like the one with all. I have to have played because I have the the version with all the DLC, where you get where you start the game off with like good weapons and everything. So I have to have played them. And now that you're asking me that, I don't remember. I'm gonna have to well, go back uh, and play it again. Well, you I'm gonna guess go you're gonna have again. to. Yeah, I'm gonna go so. back and play it again. Yeah, because, because I don't, I can't remember off the top of my head. Old World Blues is one of my favorite pieces of DLC in any game ever. Uh, it takes you to the big MT, the big mountain, mm-hmm. um, which is this research, like this uh, sort of not quite the institute, but another similar entity um, uh, that that had all this super science sort of all located in one place and the the minds of all these scientists got transferred into robots uh, so they could continue their experience beyond death mm-hmm. and beyond the, the war so for the last 200 years they've been in their robot bodies and one of them is voiced by James Urbanic who's the guy who plays uh, uh, Dr. Venture Venture Brothers ah. so it's it's a joy to listen to because the whole time you can just imagine Doctor Venture is one of your, <laughs> one of your your quest givers, and it really plays into and that one of the things I love the most about Fallout New Vegas is it really plays into your, um, uh, your skills where it's like if you have high intelligence or high, uh, speech it pays off. Oh yeah, you, know? you actually see the difference, and. I don't know if you've ever played. If you haven't, you should play Fallout New Vegas with really low intelligence. It's so fucking funny. 
I'm going to have to try that because yeah. I don't know that I've ever... That's like, I, I always used to try to think of ways to play it that I would run into a new experience. That's one thing I, I don't think I ever tried. I know that I've played through it like with, with like super intelligence, but if but some of the stuff, like if you have your dexterity low and stuff like that, it makes it so difficult. <laughs> so hmm. difficult to play the game. Like you can be super smart, but nothing else. And yeah, you're pretty fucked. You're pretty well yeah. fucked in that, in that respect. But yeah, I, I need to go back and play that because I need, I I know I have I know I have DLC. I'm positive I do. Maybe I, I mean I have to bust out the old PS3, PS2, PS. I think it was a, no PS3. I think is the one that that uh, that I have that on. Oh, that's right. I always forget that you're not a PC gamer. I'm not. No, I'm a console gamer all the way. I always have been. Just what I'm comfortable with. Well, I'm not one of those people who gives a shit whether you're a console gamer or a PC gamer. Oh, yeah. I'm more I'm, interested I in don't, what I don't you're make. Yeah. I'm more interested in what you're playing than what you're playing it on. Because I don't care how much you spent, you know, on your console. If you're playing shitty games, then I don't really give a fuck what your opinion is about I games. would say, you know, in my opinion, even though I'm a console gamer, PC is probably superior because it's easier to customize your experience with uh, it and yeah. it's and it's easier to get upgrades and everything else uh, it is much more expensive though to do yes, it right but uh, I, I don't know like we're going to talk about video games for a few minutes here we can talk about the fact that literally every the two main consoles that anybody owns uh, obviously Xbox and PlayStation. I don't even know if there is any others anymore, to be honest with you. I guess, yeah, there's Nintendo stuff, right? So, yeah. but who Hell the fuck yeah. uses that? I, ha I actually have a Nintendo Switch, but, uh, the, um, and I gotta say, they, they remastered, uh, Assassin's Creed 3, which is my favorite game out of that series because it's all Revolutionary War era stuff, and it actually was very pleasurable to sit and play it on that, on that console. It was actually pretty nice. But anyways, I digress. Um, in order for you to play half the games, it didn't used to be this way. Xbox has almost always made you join, you know, you got to have Xbox Gold in order to play this, and you have to, like, pay mm -hmm. extra money. PlayStation didn't used to do that on everything, but now almost all the fucking games you have to have PlayStation Network in order to uh, to be able to play, and it's, it's asinine to me. I already spent fucking $300 on a console, and then I had to spend $60 on a game, and now you're telling me i got to spend another, you know, $16 a month to be able to play my fucking game? That's not yeah. acceptable. That is not acceptable anymore. You it know, never, that's, that's what irritates me. Well, well I'm, the I'm problem saying, is you know, you keep adding. Yeah, well, that's just it. And they know that you will. Like, oh, you want to get some of this DLC? Well, then you got to pay for the DLC separately, too. And uh, they mm -hmm. have games that are online only, like that Fallout 76. I never played it because I have an aversion to playing games that are online only like that because we all had the experience of playing a first-person shooter at one point in time. If you've played enough games where you got into an area and there was some douchebag camped out at the spawn point, mm -hmm. and as soon as you spawn, they blow you to fucking pieces. Yeah, yeah. So I, I still, yeah, to this somebody day... somebody with the emotional intelligence of uh, a chimp. 
Yeah, you or, know? Or, or they're people that are able to use cheat codes and everything else, and they're super overpowered, and you, you'll never beat them no matter what, and it's just a waste of your time. Yeah. You know, I like uh, I like local online play where, like, I can play against my son, mm-hmm. or I can, oh, you yeah. know, something like that. That's always that's always fun. But even that stuff now, you got to have a membership in order to do it. And I'm like, seriously? Even games that I used to be able to do it on, they've locked it out now that I can't unless I have a membership. And that just irritates the shit out of me. See, Which makes me something... not want to play consoles anymore. Well, and this is something that I don't have to face as a PC gamer. I'm not saying that PC gaming is better, but it's better for me, you know. I, I, I'll, say it's, I'll say it's superior. I have no issue saying that. I really don't because... I mean, I've seen, I've seen how things are evolving, and uh, it it's not looking good for the uh, for the console uh, people. I mean, especially when they're coming out. You know, oh, you can get the PlayStation Pro, which can play all the games from PlayStation One up to five. But if you don't buy the PlayStation Pro, which is like a million dollars, you're stuck with something that has no reverse compatibility whatsoever. And sorry, you just spent six hundred dollars that- on a game console that can't play anything. And that will never happen on a PC because we have too many options with PCs. Yeah, we're not bound to. We're not. If I decide to upgrade my PC with a different operating system or a different, uh, you know, video card, you know, something like that, I don't, I'm not jailbreaking it. I'm working within the constraints of the hardware that I have, sure, mm-hmm. but any, you know, uh, it's it's not the same thing. I can't do that with a, with a PlayStation. I can't bust it open, change its guts out, and expect it to work the same way. Well... Yeah, there are people that can do that, but do you sure. want do you, do you want to risk do you want to risk that? I don't. There's no. no fucking way I'd be like, "Hey, my buddy can put this chip in here and it'll make, you know, you know chances are it ain't going to fucking work cuz I've had with vehicles and everything else somebody say to me, "Hey, pull out the mass airflow sensor and run the fucking air hose straight to the intake and trust me everything will be faster and everything else then you get a check engine light that never goes away and you can't get your vehicle inspected <laughs> you know there, there's always a trade-off there's always a trade-off with that stuff and I, mm-hmm. I don't trust it game consoles are what they are I will still more than likely have game consoles because I'm not usually the one that buys them I usually get them as presents you know, mm-hmm. like you give Taurus in the mouth, right? But I'm right. thinking I'm gonna make the change one of these days, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go to uh, gaming PC because I just I can't I can't handle being told I got to spend more money on shit. And you get game developers like EA where everything is in-game purchases. Plus, you have to buy the console. Plus, you have to buy the game. Plus, you have to buy the membership to PlayStation Network. Plus, you got to pay all the stuff to be able to play the game effectively and be able to reach goals, uh, you know, while you're playing the game because EA system says you have to and everything. It's just ridiculous. Well, and also, you don't have to be as greedy as I am with my system, with your with your system. Yeah. I put a lot of money into my system because I wanted to have something that was VR ready and that would completely rock anything that I wanted to play for the next ten, like maybe six years. I got I got you a technology boner raging right now. I can hear it. Well, it's nice. It's nice I'm to have brag a, a little uh, bit. I'm gonna brag a little bit. It took me a lot of time and money to, to get this it. computer. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I saved up for it for a long time, so I'm very proud to have it. But um, I am excited to get into VR sometime. I feel my, like, son, uh, 
my son got a VR uh, system and plays it, and he told me that it's it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. I haven't touched it yet because. I don't. I don't know if I'm ready yet. I don't know if I'm ready yet. I gotta. I gotta be. I gotta be geared up to that. <laughs> I don't. The only problem I have is I don't feel like I'd have enough room. I'd have to play like games where you're sitting down, like flight simulators or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Otherwise, I'd be bumping into knocking shit over everywhere. Like I'd break my monitors trying to fight the monsters or whatever. But yeah, I'd also it's... be like, I can look at porn on this, right? <laughs> yeah, and then we never see you again. Yeah, what happened? That's the problem. Has anybody seen Mike? I I smell. I've got twenty foot long fingernails and toenails, and I'm actually dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike went to Pornhub and discovered there's an entire, and I'm not kidding about this. There is an entire VR section on Pornhub with I just, thousands, thousands of videos. I just uh, I don't know I don't I don't know that I'm ready for that either and I obviously well it's also your son's equipment so it's well yeah like... I'm talking for my own I wouldn't use his like that he's too busy he's too busy using his like that yeah <laughs> you think I don't notice that it takes you forty five minutes extra to take a shower now like you're in there for three hours and forty five minutes yeah I got you I got you we were all that age. With his v- He's showering Wait, no, with his no, VR No, 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 no. Maybe. That seems like it would be bad for the warranty. I'm, I mixed up some, some things and just put them together there. So, so sue me. What are you going to do? <laughs> sue me, sue me. Yeah, that's right. Sue me? <laughs> sue me. Sue me. Sue me wrestling. You know that I'm really big into sewing and uh, crafting and everything, and mm-hmm. I'm uh, I've been wanting, I've been lusting after a piece of equipment for for years. Called a serger. S e r g e r. In case my uh, my pronunciation didn't get it to you, it's a serger. It's basically the piece of equipment that they use when uh, making garments and stuff that will uh, cut off and finish an edge on uh, on like a piece of fabric like if you look at a seam on even some t-shirts and stuff you've got this this like really intricate um like thread pattern in there that's from a serger it takes and stops things from fraying it cleans up the edges and everything and uh i finally there was one on marketplace it's an older model but this woman said that her mother had it and her mother passed away and uh, she'd only used it like twice when i took it and really got a chance to look at it when i got it home i realized it was never used not even once nice i got like uh i'm sure that when it was brand new it was probably about three four hundred hours we gave him we gave her a hundred hours for it because that's what she was asking i would have i would have paid more for certain because knowing the condition that it's in but uh i I'm just amazed. I'm amazed by the thing. I've trying to dial it in because, unfortunately, because it sat for a little bit, uh, there were some areas that needed to be oiled and worked in. Like, I couldn't get the presser foot to lift up initially, and then it wouldn't go back down. And there's some other little goofy things that I have to work out in it, but I've been so fucking excited about having a serger that I just want to make. I want to make everything. But one thing that it needs, you have to have a pair of tweezers in order to thread this thing because the threading is intricate. Like, 
I'm assuming the wiring inside of a bionic arm probably looks similar <laughs> to the way that the fucking threading is in this thing. It's ridiculous. Four spools of thread coming to two needles is just mind-blowing. And I'd love to get into this more, but I see that we are out of time, so it's going to have to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like we just fucking gave it to, uh, who were we busting on again? Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, duh. Mark Zuckerberg. He already, he already started doing something. I forgot his fucking name. He's like sending some kind of waves into my headphones right now. He's giving it to me, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Have a question for us? You want us to talk about something on the show? Would you, dear listener, like to ask us a question? Send us an email at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to learn more about the show... And get extras like links to the videos, sites, and other media... Visit dembeans.biz. That's a dot biz because we mean business. Hell yeah!